Hey, slashers and scream queens, and welcome back to the Horror Daddies, a podcast where we talk about horror movies and the daddies in them. And Carlos, don't we have a daddy to talk about today? We sure do, y'all, because today we watched The Black Phone. The Black Phone, the highly anticipated, which I've been seeing everywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, The Black Phone, if my phone didn't like for now, <laughs> sorry, y'all. Directed by Scott Derrickson and written by, uh, well, based on care, a story by Joe Hill mm-hmm. and screenplay by Scott Derrickson himself and C. Robert Cargill. Yeah. And Joe Hill, obviously, that's a stage name for Stephen King's son, mm-hmm. um, which is an author as well. He just decided to change his name, kind of do his own thing, which very yeah. good on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the movie, Carlos? I really like this movie. I, I felt like it was very simple and, um, come on, how do I say this? A very simple story with like a uh, nocturnal, supernatural element to it. Yeah, yeah, I, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I I think I was expecting more, and I wasn't just because I've been seeing and I could say that it's overhyped for mm-hmm. sure, but I mean. You know, it's a simple story, like you said. It's just like a kid gets kidnapped, and it's like him dealing with it. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, you know, the the past victims are helping him or whatever. Yes, yes, like yes. That's yes. the whole idea of it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it's not a bad movie. I think it's yeah. competent. It does whatever. It. I think for me, it's more like everyone's been like, "This is like the best horror movie out," and I'm like, eh, "It was fine." Like, I think people I, were expecting like supernatural in like a con I mean, maybe like a conjuring kind of way or insidious yeah where this one's not it's it it is straightforward with a, a, a kid gets kidnapped and the guy's crazy but there's also this supernatural phone in the basement yeah mind you i have not read the book so i don't know how the book is yeah i haven't so. either from what like i I was like trying to do a little bit of research mm-hmm. at first i at first thought the book came out after like it was like you know how, like, sometimes they do, like, a continuation Yeah, the novelization, yeah, yeah. But I, from my scene, it's, it seems to be kind of accurate to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's fine. I think the only thing is, for me, it feels like how Saw, remember how Saw, like, it feels like a short movie? Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like for me for this one. It felt like a mm-hmm. short, like, this could have been great as a short movie. Okay. And I feel like, I like the characters. I think they're all well written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, like, it really wasn't that interesting to me at least i've seen this kind of take of this same story done better in other story in other movies but honestly it's still an enjoyable movie i'm not saying don't watch it because it's it's the worst thing you'll ever see like it's not like you'll you'll probably like it and a lot of people tend to agree like it does have great reviews so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. go go have at it i just i thought it was a little boring but that was just me that's fair uh, so the cast is Mason Thames as Finney, Madeline McGaw as Gwen, Ethan Daddy Hawk as the Grabber himself. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Davies as Terrence, the kid's father, so I don't like. Um, we also have E. Roger Mitchell as Detective Wright, Troy Rodoso as Detective Miller, another daddy, uh, James Ranson as Max with another movie with Mr. Hawk. <laughs> And then we have all these kids that get murdered, kidnapped, that are bullies. But they're kind of like they're side characters, but like they're all there. Yeah. Um, Okay, I got to say that Max, 
I I was cracking up because I'm like he's playing the same character he does in Sinister. Yeah, <laughs> it's Officer So and So. Like that's literally such. A, I was like, wait, whoa! I didn't even know he was in this movie. So this is a sequel to Sinister, where Sinister Two didn't happen. Ethan Hawke got possessed by whatever this is, and now he kidnaps children for a living. And Detective So and So decided to be his brother Max, who's on crack. <laughs> And I love him. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. He has such a minor role, but it's yeah. so fucking funny. And I do like that this movie did remind me a bit of Sinister with, like, the the dream sequences in this movie. Use kind of like, yeah. a, like a VHS-looking filter, which I liked. Mm-hmm. So that's what it reminded me. And then also there's a part where, like, Ethan Hawke's character, the grabber, he's holding black balloons. And it reminded me very much of Pennywise. Which was really creepy. Well, so now he, I want to. Sorry, now I want to see a picture of Pennywise next to Ethan Hawke with balloons and them being besties. Well, it's not a coincidence that it feels like a sinister because he was the executive producer of Sinister, well, the director. That's true. <laughs> so that's true. And he also directed Doctor Strange, which I love. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. um, but I, I can the. I honestly would love if this movie's focused more on like the sister trying to find him. I would have loved that more than like what he's going through because like he's just stuck. Like there's nothing you can do. Yeah, sorry, dude. I I thought it was gonna be more about her dreams because her, yeah. the sister's like a dream warrior. Yeah, um, like th- this is like supernatural. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's like kind of realistic because it's not yeah. like this crazy slasher guy and it's like the only the only haunted or fantasy elements are the haunted phone and then that the little girl has visions Mm -hmm. and it's been told that she well spoilers obviously if you're already watching this but um like her mom has has had the same thing yeah so it's like kind of said a couple times throughout the movie Mm -hmm. so it's not like down to earth but it's just like it focuses like not that much time. And I found like that was the most interesting thing for me. Maybe the book did. Maybe. It, it um, could be. Yeah, because uh, where was I going? So we, we see Finn a lot in the basement mm-hmm. um, because the thing is that every time he gets a phone call from a past kid that has mur- that uh, the grabber murdered. Yeah. And each kid has tried a different way to escape. And. So Finn obviously tries the same ways, but then they don't seem to work. And then Ethan Hawke's character, the grabber, he does this thing where he likes to leave the door open to see if a kid will go up the stairs and try to escape. But what he does, what the kid doesn't know is that when he's up there, he waits for a belt shirtless looking very hot, but very problematic. Um, yeah, <laughs> very. Um, and he plays this game called Naughty Boy. Where I guess he beats them and I don't know what else he does to them. Obviously, we don't see it because uh, Finn never Finn gets a phone call and doesn't do it. Hey, so. Don't fall for that, bitch. I know he's looking real yeah. good, but don't do that. Yeah, he does it in one scene, and but he's sleeping. Yeah, that scene was, I think, the most intense scene. Oh, yeah. Um, we're probably going to be all over the place just because it, we just finished watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, the cast, I don't have a problem with. Ethan Hot, I think... Another thing is that Ethan Hawke is like, I don't know. He does a good job, but it's like, yeah, he just plays like a crazy. Like, it's not even like that crazy. He just plays like a weirdo. And for that, not that much either. Well, I want to know more about him because they say that he hears the phone too. 
but then he keeps why? saying that the phone doesn't work. But the but the phone doesn't work. And so is like, it in his head? That's, or like what is up with what is up what is his what is his issue? Why does he do this? Like I that's what I was questioning the whole time because I'm like, okay, so is this kid just hallucinating and like kind of has a some sort of connection with the dead somehow? He I could. Don't know. He yeah. could. It could be very um I see dead people, the sixth sense. I never yeah. seen it, but I know the twist. Like, and at least they explain, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, this happens. But with him, it's just, he just hears these voices. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I, like, I just don't, there's no explanation on, like, is he, how is he doing this? Like, is he going crazy? Is he, or is he just has a connection? If he can hear the phone, then why can't he just do something about it okay so when he first gets kidnapped and into the basement they kind of allude to us that the grabber is hearing the phone yeah but the kid isn't because he 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 does this like well i hear the phone tells him the phone doesn't work he goes to sleep and then he hears the phone but he also says that he's hungry and i know when you're hungry oh bitch (laughs) or tired Mm -hmm. you can you start seeing and hearing things so this totally could be like him imagining this whole thing. Yeah. The phone really isn't working. It's just in his head. But it's also helping him kind of like how the sister's having dreams. His dreams is the whole phone thing. And it's helping him escape yeah. from the dead people. And that and that could be cool. Mm-hmm. My thing is that, but then it affects the real world because it's like one kid was pulling the phone wire from the wall. So... He was trying to escape, but he got caught. Then he got, you know, and then some other kid mm-hmm. was digging a hole mm-hmm. and then he tried and tried and tried, but he didn't get far enough. So then he got, you know, it it, it, it just mm-hmm. it affects the real world. It's not like he's just imagining that. No, you know? no, I know. So it's like that's where it kind of throws me off because it's like, OK, so this is just like some weird fantasy I don't I I don't know how to explain it. It just mm-hmm. it's, it just kind of just happens, and I, I I wish that's why I was like, oh, we know the little girl has a some sort of psychic connection. So why don't we see what he's going through through her eyes? Like she experiences what her brother's going through, mm-hmm. but like like imagining her going to sleep and they her and what's her name Gwen and Finn mm-hmm. are going to sleep right she wakes up from having these like illusions of like where he's at and he turns around and maybe the guys you know the grabber's there mm-hmm. and it's because that's what Finn is seeing like she's seeing whatever Finn is seeing yeah the only thing with that is then Finn would have probably gave up not knowing how to escape or do anything so what would he would have just died yeah and i mean it's one of those things mm-hmm. that's like i mean yeah eventually but I do like that he used every single thing that every kid called them for as an escape. Yeah. So, like, every escape was used as one escape for him to escape. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously not one of them worked, but all of them together worked. Worked. And that's and it's kind of like teamwork. Yeah. Makes the dream work. <laughs> I know. I've seen online that supposedly the phone is supposed to resemble, like, a lifeline. So, that's why he's... Okay. I and, I, and I get it. That's mm-hmm. to, that's what the whole time I'm like, am I missing something? Like, I didn't... Because I kept seeing this movie as, like, escaping your abuser. So, because yeah. we see that the dad is an alcoholic, single father. Mm-hmm. Mom either left or died. Yeah. I don't remember them actually saying I that. I think she died. 
Yeah, I, I, that's what I, I got from it too. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would have left the kids with him. True, but you don't know. Some that's people true. are just shitty people. That's true. Um, but that's how I, you know, he was abusive. There was mm-hmm. a scene where uh, Gwen was, I guess she, she did something, and she and woke up and so, she was getting beat. Yeah. So what had happened was that she, then the cops came and talked to her oh, yeah, about right. how did you know that there was black balloons at every crime scene. Mm-hmm. She told the cops it was just a dream, blah, blah, blah. And then I guess they went to see her daddy and her daddy came home and beat her for that. Yeah. Because the cops went to him and that the whole dreaming thing she's doing is not real. It's it's BS and he doesn't believe in it. Yeah. And it's like the cops even are like, bitch, like you're literally describing exactly what happened Mm -hmm. in the crime scene. Like, how do you know that? She a dream warrior. Yeah. Dream warrior. Um, That would have been cool. mm -hmm. But so, you know. Obviously, it's like some abuse there. There's a scene where Finn is eating and he's slurping his food, and he's like, "Bitch, you need to shut the fuck up." I get it. And that's like the that's like the beginning of the movie, and then then you're like, okay, so this dad is like he angry for no reason. Yes, yeah. Because uh, even Gwen then comes into and she drops a a bun a bread, like a loaf of bread. Yeah, but it, it's kept in one of those old bread things that no one uses anymore. <laughs> and it makes a noise and the dad gets real angry. Like the house has to be silenced. Yeah, immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's probably like hungover because that's yep. another thing. He's always has a bottle of, like of vodka or whiskey on his hand, like always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's probably hungover. So noise is like bothering him. So it's like and you everyone now needs to be quiet. Yep. So it's like then you have Finn going into this gets abducted. And then there's this guy that's. You don't know what his intentions are. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that I don't want you to I don't want you to get hurt or anything. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, motherfucker, but you still have me locked up. You're yeah. not feeding me because at first he's like, I'm not going to give you food yet. Yeah. So it's like now I guess it's Finn trying to overcome being, a, you know, being abused. Mm-hmm. We also see his friends in school. Um, one of them was his name again. Um, Robin. Robin. Yes. Yeah. Robin. He's like the tough, like Hispanic kid. He beat some kid up oh, and that was very fucked. satisfying to see. <laughs> he fucked them up because yeah. he called him, he called him the, you know, the word, the B word, but it as the, as oh, the yeah, racial slur and he beat him up. Yeah. And, and this was, kid was bigger than him and yep. he still beat him up and he's walking around like, yeah, nobody fucks with me. Yeah, bloody knuckles and all. But that's the whole thing. It's like he stood up to his abuser. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a theme throughout the movie. Like Finn has like these three, the, the Melanies, I like to call them from <laughs> Halloween and uh, kills. kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like these three kids that want to beat him. But then Robin comes in and just his presence. like mm-hmm. They're like, ah, oh, we're not fucking with Robin. Yeah, and it's really sad because then when Robin gets kidnapped and abducted, uh, the three kids eventually come and beat up Finn. And the sister comes with the help and she hits one of them with a rock and it was very satisfying. Like, I, I, yes, girl, you should have hit him harder. I'm sorry, but Gwen is literally the best character in this yep, damn movie. She is. She is fantastic. Like, she's just like the coolest little girl. Like, mm-hmm. she is so great. She's always cussing. She takes a beating from the bullies, too. Yep. And she sits next to the one that she smacked the fuck out of. Yep. And she looks at him like, yeah, I fucked you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she and doesn't care, man. That kid has stitches because the way the blood was coming down his face, he definitely <laughs> has some stitches. <laughs> yeah, he got fucked up. Um, 
so before Finn does get kidnapped, I'm going to go back to the beginning. We do see we get two kidnaps be- before Finn, which is a kid named Bruce. And then it's Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce was a f- baseball player on Finn's com- uh, opposite team. Yeah. He seemed like he was very a popular kid. Mm-hmm. And he and, got kidnapped. And then you have Finn. That's the pitcher. Mm-hmm. And they seem like they have a rivalry at first because I was like, oh, I don't like I don't like one of them. I don't know who, but I don't like one it, of them. It was friendly. It but, was friendly. Yeah. Then it's revealed mm-hmm. that they were actually good friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. It's like this cute little because was it Finn almost strikes him out. Yeah. Then he the Bruce does a, a home run. Mm hmm. And he looks at him and does like a little like, bitch, I fucking did it. And yeah, even yeah. you, you were like, oh, that's our fighting word. Oh, bro. I, like- yeah, it was. <laughs> but then he but then he came out and he's like, oh, you almost got me. Good game. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like hanging out with all the like, you know, this, I guess, the girl that everyone likes mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. which I think she was only like in two scenes. Right. Uh She's always in the classroom with Finn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's like this neighborhood, they all kind of get along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Bruce is the first victim. Yeah. And every time he kidnaps someone, you see the black van and then it fades to black. And then we just, we know what happened. Yeah, that's like a super eight kind of effect, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I think that's supposed to be like this girl imag- uh, dreaming it. It could, I think, it could be. Right? Well, I think... When they when they're about to kid, kidnap, it looks like a normal like normal screen, and it's like it it just fades to black. Whenever we see like the super A VHS looking filter, that's when she's having a dream. Yeah, because she's seeing it in the seventies, and you know that's when like things were just look like that, bro. And I'm telling you, oh yeah, it's nineteen seventy eight, which that surprised me too. I didn't know this movie took place in the seventies either. Makes sense because like nowadays you can't just kidnap a kid. Hell they got no. they got fucking uh, trackers. They got trackers. They got microchips. Yeah, they got everything. Got yeah. cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. In the fucking seventies, motherfucker be killing people, and all you gotta do is just not be there, and you would get away with it. Yeah, the only and then Ethan. Oh, another thing, the grabber was very slick. So, oh, yeah, he had two houses, which is revealed at the end. He had one where he kept the one kid alive in the basement, which he made it completely soundproof, and then the other house was just empty. And then the basement was where the bodies were uh, buried, which I think when we got to the end of the movie, I think he was buying cement because I think Finn was probably the last boy he was going to kill. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to cover the basement in cement. Yeah, because we when, you know, when it's revealed, uh, when they find the house, you see all the little like bumps mm-hmm. and then there's one hole left yeah. like it's open and it's like sand, right? Or yeah, something. Yeah, he, 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 it, it wasn't it wasn't cemented yet. And. So the sister the whole time was having dreams about the the house where all the murder all the kid, dead kids were because their bodies were technically underneath that house. Yeah. Um. So the cops show up to that house at the very end, but then we see Finn coming out of the other house, and I was very confused. I was confused. I too. was like, "Wait a minute, aren't they in the house?" I was like, "What is happening?" And then Ethan Hawke purposely made both houses look exactly the same, doors and everything. It's just one is abandoned and the other one's not. Yeah, that's and so it. <laughs> that's why the sister thought that the brother was in the other house, which it was just super weird. Yeah, I think it's just it has I think good ideas. Mm-hmm. It's just like for me, it just doesn't I like work it. I very th- well. I feel like the reason she was seeing the other house was because the the dead kids were giving her signs like, "Oh, we're here." Yeah. But if you find us, then you can find your brother because if you just find your brother, you're never gonna find us. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. at one point, uh, I forgot the name of the kid. It's the last kid that she sees before Robin. 
um, the blonde kid. I forgot yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, forgot his name. He, he looked like Eddie from Stranger Things. Oh, the yeah. He did. He looked just like mm-hmm, him. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I need to find him. Van- Vance. Vance. Make That's him dance. Yeah. Vance, make him dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Well, no, he didn't make him dance because he fucking died. But <laughs> he carves a number on the kid, and then it's find out that Gwen is dreaming a flashback yeah. scene with Vance. So he didn't really carve that number. It was just her. It was in her dream. How you see things in your dreams. Yeah. Like because it's a message that she saw. If you look in the dream, Finn is also there. He's in the store. Was he there? Yeah, he was there. He oh. opens the door for him and for the cops to let him out. Is Vince oh, I didn't see that. Yep. And then you see Gwen come over and then she gets in the car. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, this is a dream. One, because Finn is there. And two, because she is there. And also, he looked the same age as that kid, like, as he still did in the yeah, movie. And so we I was don't know how like, old this is. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. So We he, don't know how long it takes place yeah. within those dreams. So he takes her, so he takes her to the house, and then he's telling her something in the dream. But as he's telling her in the dream, Finn is also hearing it on the phone. So it's like the phone and the mind are connected. Oh, that's true. And yeah. that's when he's telling him, like, you gonna fuck this guy up. Yup. Um... So let, let's talk about each phone call and how they progress, because the first one is a kid named is Bruce. Bruce is the very first. Yeah, because he doesn't remember his name. Mm-hmm. So That's one thing. The, the kids don't remember their names. Yeah, because it's, it's, I guess it's been so long mm-hmm. that they just. They just eventually forgot. So, which is, you know, very, uh, that's a sad and traumatic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he knows that the voice sounds familiar. Yeah. But he's just thinking and thinking. He keeps repeating that's your hand is mint. Mm-hmm. You almost had me. And that's what he told him at the game. Yep. And he, but he keeps repeating it. It's almost like he's just, it's like they're in limbo. Yeah, exactly. We don't know if they went to hell or wherever they went. Yeah. After and it, they died. He keeps like, Oh, your hands lint, blah, blah, blah. And then he says something else and then he'll repeat it again. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, Hey, Hey man. And then he'll repeat it again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Oh shit. Bruce is gone. Like mm-hmm. he is not the same Bruce that he was before. Yeah. Um, but Bruce, Bruce is the first phone call. And I think he's the one that tells them that there's tiles underneath the yes. floor that are broke. Mm-hmm. If you open the tiles up, you can dig a hole and try to go outside. Yes. Very prison break. Um, so that's where he starts digging that hole and you just see him working and working on that hole. Then he covers it up with a carpet that's on the ground. Then the second phone call he gets, it's about the window. It's a girl, right? In I this one? think it's a girl. I don't um, know if we ever got her actually, name. Actually, it was either that or they're all boys. Because he likes to play the game Naughty Boy. Oh, that's true. I think they're all boys. So the second phone call, it's about trying to get out of the window through the window of the basement. And Ethan, the grabber did put a railing on there. Mm -hmm. And he kid told them there's a wire underneath the, 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 the crack on the wall. If you can grab that wire, you can climb up and try to get out through the window. So he tries that. It's he gives it gives him a hard time, but he tries it, and then the the railing falls off, which it hit him in the head. I thought he knocked his ass out. <laughs> he too. Um, but now nah, he just he was fine. He just scruffed yeah, it off. He scruffed it off, and then we don't we don't see the window thing anymore. He couldn't get out after that because now he can't even climb up the window. Yeah, he lost it. I thought railing. it was open. But it's revealed that there's like a like a glass, mm-hmm. so it's like he's oh, it's soundproof. Fucked. That glass even even that glass is soundproof. Yeah, those are good windows. Um, then and, and I think that was Griffin because I think that's the only one that I don't, rec- I don't recognize. It might have been it, but either Billy or Griffin. That's yeah. the only two that I I can't recognize. Then the third one gives them the combination lock to the door outside. Yeah, and the reason he knows the combination is because it's his old bike combination that. 
the grabber took him with. So he put it on his door so that any kid that came after couldn't get out of the door easily. Yeah, and he couldn't remember his uh, code. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he's like, you know, Finn is like, what's the fucking code then? And he's like, well, I don't remember. And he's like, what What the fuck you mean you don't remember? He's yeah. like, well, I was always afraid I would forget. So I wrote it on the wall. Yeah. And then he's like, it's somewhere on the left or something. It and was on the right wall. It. Yeah. Shoulder height. And so the numbers are two, 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 three, three, one, seven. Yeah. The problem is this kid <laughs> didn't put like, the, the, the dashes. So, <laughs> so Finn doesn't know if it's two, thirty, three, seventeen or twenty three, three, seventeen or uh, 23, 30, 31, seven. Yeah. So like, he had to try all those different combinations. And this scene was so tense because mm -hmm. the thing is that Ethan Hawke would come bring him food and then leave the door unlocked because that was his game. And so, by accident, you know, it was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, oops, I just left. Yeah. Which they tell us in the beginning is that he does it on purpose because he wants the kid to try to escape so he can beat him with a belt when he, they get upstairs. And then he waits for them shirtless, which is very weird, which that's why I'm like, I'm assuming he was a, a molester of some sort. Well, I think it gave me like that, like, um, abusive father, like vibes where it's like, you know, it's my house. So yeah. I wear whatever. It's weird. Yeah. It was weird. The mask thing was kind of strange. I did like the mask. It was very creepy. The, the mask is cool. He can change it from happy to sad to no, no, uh, no, um, no mouth, no mouth, uh, no emotion. Oh, no emotion. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you just have the eyes and he can take out the bottom. Mm -hmm. He can take out the top. It's, it's actually a really cool mask. Yeah. It's just kind of like random as fuck. Especially with something that's revealed later that I was like, hmm. yeah, he doesn't like showing his face for some reason. Yeah. Um. Hey, so people can't tell it was him. But anyway, <laughs> so he goes upstairs because the grabber fell asleep and that's how and the kids like, hey, he's asleep right now. You can try to escape. So, so the kids also are seen. They're like aware uh, aware of what's happening. So is this real tense scene? And then he's trying to unlock the lock. But then we uh. A few minutes earlier, we are shown that there's a dog in the house because the cops do show up at the house. But we're like, fuck, you were so close, but so far. We actually don't know that that's the house yet. No, no, Because no. it's yeah, Max we don't that know opens yet. the door. We see the uh, Gwen did have a dream where he's screaming at the, at the yeah, door. But we, we only see the, the door. That's yeah, it. We and don't see and that else. is the house. Yeah. It's just that since Max, the brother, opened the door, we were, I was very confused. Yeah. So. And I do like it because uh, the grabber is sleeping, but since the mask, you know, and the light kind of cover his eyes, you never know if he's actually like asleep, mm -hmm. asleep. He's just kind of like moving. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker is going to like, he's going to be awake the whole time. Like oh, something. I was happen. scared. I was so scared. Okay. So like as he's unlocking the door, the you see Finn's face and then behind him is the grabber, but it's blurred. Mm -hmm. So I thought we were going to go out of focus from Finn and the grabber's face was just going to turn, be turned yeah. looking at Finn. I was like, oh, my Jesus. But then Finn does unlock the door, but the dog barks and that's wakes up the grabber. But and Finn runs. He yeah. runs outside. He's and I'm like, boy, start screaming for help. Somebody going to walk out. But then I remember Halloween 1978. Nobody helped. Lord, I told you. And so, someone turned on the lights. <laughs> didn't even go outside. They're like, yeah. ah, fuck it. Yeah. So like neighbors do turn on the lights. But then your grabber grabs Finn. And it's like he pulls a ghost face line. He says, if you open your mouth, I'm going to gut you like a pig. Yep. So he doesn't. And then like the lights go back off. He takes him back into the basement and he beats him. 
that is the game. So I guess he yeah. got hyped from that. And that's the thing is that Finn wasn't playing the game because mm-hmm. he kept leaving the door unlocked and Finn wasn't falling for it. So now he can't go to the next stage, yeah. which is his favorite part. Which we don't know that part because we don't get to it, first mm-hmm. of all. Second, if you don't play the game, he can't kill you. You have to play the game for him to end up murdering you. Yeah. So you get kidnapped, don't play the game. Um <laughs> Just keep listening to the fucking phone that's haunted. <laughs> and there's there's some jump scares, which I kept seeing like people being like, oh, there's some crazy jump scares. I don't think that we're like that. Like, I didn't jump at all. They got me. I, well, you get caught by anything. But, but they still <laughs> to be got fair. me. They're, They're pretty just creepy. really loud. The one, there's one jump scare that's so fucking loud because it's like a lightning strike. Mm-hmm. And that one got me, but it literally because it hurt my ear. I was like, Jesus, that was fucking loud. This was a fucking demon kid behind them every time they do it. Um, but then the third phone call he gets is about the freezer that, which is the tough oh, yeah. kid that looks like Eddie. He he breaks through the wall and then there's a freezer on the other side of the wall and he gets the hinges off and he goes into the freezer, but he can't open it. But then that one has steak inside of it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's steak going to do? But (laughs) it does something. It does something later. (laughs) So then I think those are the only phone calls he gets because there's no Um, other one. He gets uh, Robin eventually. Oh yeah. Robin's was uh, phone calls to teach him how to fight. Yeah. So he, he has him, to stand up for himself. Yeah. Which he told them earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. So his fight, his thing is that um, fill the phone up with dirt, pack it really well so it's heavy and you're going to use it to beat up um, the grabber. So then that is the last phone call because he says, oh, will the phone work after this? And Robin's like, no, the but, last I'll, one. but we'll be here. Yeah. I don't know why that reminded me of The Office when Jim is putting pennies on Dwight's phone. Until mm. it becomes really heavy, and then like he takes them all out, so he just punches himself in the <laughs> face. <laughs> so funny. Um, but that's pretty much. He like teaches them like, oh, swing the phone mm-hmm. like once, like fake it, step back, step back, and then actually swing. Yeah, and that's like he's kind of like learning how to fight with. Which him. I'm pretty sure Robbins tried that and didn't win. Yeah, exactly. Because every 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 escape plan that these kids give him is what they tried, just didn't work. Yeah. Um, um, but then we also have the cops that are kind of like questioning people and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we see this guy named Max, which I was like, why is officer so-and-so here? This is super weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was in this movie. Mm-hmm. So they ask him and he's like this crazy conspiracy theorist. And he's like, oh, you know, he is kidnapping people and they disappeared immediately. So he must be living close. He doesn't know it's his brother. And he's in the house. Yep, he's Well, we don't <laughs> even know that it's his brother. We don't know that it's the brother. It's yeah. just some random guy. And when Gwen realizes, oh, I know the house. He also realizes, oh, shit, I know the fucking house. And then he's in it. Yep, he's there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. That yeah. part, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was him. I don't know why. I, I, I knew it was in the house. I knew it was the same house. I knew because of the dog. With uh, Max? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the dog being with Max. So when the cops come to question Max or check the house, oh, the dog barks. Yes. And then Finn tries to escape. And I'm That's like, true. there's a dog in this house. I didn't even... You're going to get caught. And then the dog barked. And I was like, okay, so they're in the same house. Yeah. I didn't even think I didn't even, mm-hmm. even think that about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I literally was just like, That's cool. What, um, what, the, what got me was the double house. 
Yeah, that yeah, I mean that was I think I was like, oh, okay. I was like, who who? What do you do for a living? Yeah, <laughs> damn, you got some good money, right? Oh. Um, but I think <sighs> shit. I was gonna say that's fine. Don't worry about it. But pretty much, they find out. He doesn't believe it's his own house. No. So he sees the door that we see Finn come out of when, mm-hmm. you know, for, for playing Bat, uh, Naughty Boy. And he doesn't, he just turns around. But then we find out that Finn is getting ready to fucking fight somebody. And I thought Finn was going to fuck up Max. And I'm like, I know. Damn, wrong guy. <laughs> he opens the door and he's like, oh shit. Yeah. He's like, it is here. Oh fuck. And he doesn't believe it. But I'm like, this whole time I'm like, He's gonna open the door and the motherfucker's gonna be standing behind oh, yeah. him. That, that's a that's it, a regular horror trope. It was framed exactly. Like the yeah, door yeah. was like barely open and mm-hmm. you can only see him. Yeah. And yeah, eventually he opens it. The brother's there, kills him with an axe. Yep, he axes him in the head. But then this and then the, he brings the dog with him because he's like, if you try to escape, the dog's gonna get you. He has the dog by the door. Yeah. Which why I said the steak was gonna come in handy later. And then he's like, Oh, the you you made me kill my brother, mm-hmm. and it which this is gives me like very like gaslighting abusive father yeah, yeah. type. Which was he was what he was doing? Because it's like oh you made me hit you like it's your mm-hmm. fault that I'm I'm hitting you. That's yeah, pretty yeah. much what what's happening. But then he starts. What what did he do with the cable? That's that's the one that so I was like. What Max runs over towards the toilet because there's like a hallway with a toilet, and that's where he was digging the hole. And then Ethan runs behind him, and then he pulls the cable. Trips Ethan Hawk. Oh, yes. Ethan falls into the hole and then he breaks his ankle because there he put the grate there sideways, the grate from the window, which is another the other escape thing. And then he breaks his ankle, and that's when he started beating the fuck out of him with the phone. Kills him eventually, and then he puts the phone to uh the grabber's head uh face and you hear the kids like, Oh, we got you or something. Yeah, and they're then, all like saying like pretty much all the lines that mm-hmm. they've been saying throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And then when Finn tries to escape, the dog is at the door, so he just grabs one of the steaks from the freezer and just gives it to the dog, and then he goes up the stairs. The cutest dog, too. It's actually a really And cute I hate dog. that they chose this breed to make it look aggressive. Yeah, which is like, I mean. It's like, whatever. But it should have been a German Shepherd. Um, then, as this is happening, the cops are searching the other house, and we don't know it's the other house, and it's just empty, and I'm like, hold on a minute. How the fuck did this guy move houses and basements and we don't realize it that's what i was like i at first i was like is this gonna be like some sort of like time trip where like i thought so too i was like oh my god finn's already dead it's yeah. too late like and that would have been super interesting mm-hmm. like if finn was just dead the whole time and mm-hmm. we were just seeing another victim and that, that he already cool. he already had left moved on and the house was left empty but then as the cops are going all into the one house where the bodies are, we look across the street and Finn's just walking out like, <laughs> like all sad, all dirty, all like, I'm hungry. Help. Where's the McDonald's, bitch? <laughs> yeah. And then they, it has a very heartwarming moment where the sister sees them. They hug it out. Um, and the kid has saved it. But like, and then after all this, he now has like this confidence in him. He's like, don't call me Finn. He call me Finn now. And I'm like, okay, Finn. All right. He's and, trying to get some, you know. Yeah, because his lab partner is also the the crush, the girl he has a crush on. Um, and yeah, that's like pretty much like the basis of the movie. I I kind of want to give it a rewatch and see like if I get more of why the phone is a th- or like what what is happening? Like what's the meaning of like everything? What, yeah, like like. I do like the dreaming of the sister. 
um i feel like i always have a been believer of like dreams so like i do like that aspect but then the phone like what is supernatural about the phone what is up with the grabber's character because also finn takes off his mask before he kills him yeah. off and like he stops showing his face like he's like he has his hands on finn and mm-hmm. he stops he throws him he pushes him away to cover his face yeah like so it's like what's the like mm-hmm. why like if you go out into the public with your face what's wrong with the kids seeing your face i don't know if it's like a thing where like i don't i don't know you know how in scooby Doo, it's like the real monsters underneath are human yeah i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but he didn't want the kid to see his face but the thing is that like it for me it just felt like it was just there Mm -hmm. like it just threw it in there just because it's just like and that's the thing it's like a lot of things leave me with more questions than anything and maybe that's like one of the things i know stephen king does very subtle horror yeah so i don't know if joe so, hill does things like that i don't know from where i'm gonna go with this and i don't know if this is gonna make sense Impro- improvise it uh i don't know if the whole mask is him like oh this when i wear this mask this is the nice me but underneath this mask is a monster and there's a monster i don't want you to see I mean, and it's possible. You know, we um, do see us one like brief scene with him without the mask, and he sounds mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. He's like kind of aggressive, yelling at Max. Yeah, but then without the ma- with the mask on, he's very nice. He's very childlike too. Yeah, and he's is, like, I don't want to hurt you, which is why I got very like Predator vibes from him. Yeah, especially with the naughty game. When an adult, when there's an adult going. It's okay. I'm not gonna do things that you're not. You're you touch kids. Like I'm yeah. sorry. There's no other way of putting that. Yeah. I mean, I believe he did. I mean, why why you call a game naughty boy? I mean, it. I only I say that when it. Let <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> me not. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked at me like what? what? Um, I, I've been naughty, dead. Oh, let me stop. Um, but yeah, that was the black phone. Yeah, um, that's a black phone. Like uh, I said, I really enjoyed it. I will definitely give it a rewatch. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those that I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not. I'm probably. N- I'll rewatch it just because I'm just in case I miss something. Mm-hmm. But it's I didn't leave the theater being like, damn, this like this was a great movie. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I think it was fine. A lot of people are saying this is the this has been the scariest movie since Get Out, and I'm like, hell no. I left Get Out being like. This was a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. And this one, I just didn't really care for it that much. Okay. It's, yeah. I think it's just, I don't know. I just didn't feel anything afterwards, which you could have a different experience. Mm-hmm. So go and try it. Let us know what you actually think because I'll, I'm interested. If yeah. you do, if you did, you find a message that we missed, let us know. I think that would be great. I would love to know. Messages be a bad bitch. And don't let your abusers abuse you. Yeah. And if, oh, oh, wait, we got to mention the, the best scene when Gwen wakes up after not having, like having the current, the weirdest dream. Let's give them context. She likes to pray. She, she's a Jesus simp. Like mm-hmm. she, she prays every night. She's mm-hmm. like, God, you know, my brother is missing. Mm-hmm. If you have any, me- she, <laughs> I love that she goes, I know you can't interbe- interfe- intervene, intervene, yeah, yeah. but you know. Can you intervene this once? Please, just mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. And I swear I'll be there for you forever. Yeah. So then she has like a weird dream with like like super subtle clues. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up and goes, Jesus, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's like, you fucking she, serious? <laughs> she, I, I loved her character. She That and then also when they're interrogating her and she, oh, yeah. I forgot what she tells the cops, but she goes, <laughs> 
can you like she goes you fucked heart and she just curses them out and the principal's like Gwendolyn Baker <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they're like you know things that we didn't lick to the public and she's, and she's just trying to be like it was my dream like I don't know what else to tell you and she's like yeah I'm the grabber she goes yeah I'm the grabber this yeah. little girl <laughs> yeah like, it's really funny <laughs> yeah she honestly stole the show for me I wouldn't be surprised if the rate the reason they went to her daddy was because they probably thought he was the grabber Impossibly, and they had you know he's a suspect immediately, mm-hmm. and he could it's have like, been a suspect. Yeah, it's like oh, she must have seen those black uh, balloons somehow. Yeah. So. But one thing I did not like in this movie was that the dad lived. That's it. I mean, it's fine. No, I, he deserved to die after what he did. I, it's fine. No, I mean, I got. I mean, she was getting beat. I'm like, no, that's my. I, that was my I childhood. Honest, so. I honestly, even no, it was my childhood, but I couldn't watch it. I had to close my eyes. I couldn't watch. It. I started crying. I couldn't watch it. Him beating her. That was that was that was triggering for me. Hmm. So that was my one complaint. He should have died. But whatever. Anyways. Yeah, he goes, Ethan Hawk should have killed him. I'm like, Ethan Hawk's not a hero, bro. He touches the little kids. But he should have <laughs> killed him. It should have been the dad finding Finn. Like, Finn, I found you and then axe to the head. <laughs> and then kill Ethan Hawk. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was fine. He was very, he was very sad at the end. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I would never let this happen. I'm Whatever. like, he's just a guy with problems. Mm. He has issues and there were, you know, it, he's human. Mm. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> so daddy of the movie. Max. Nah, Max was shoved in there, bro. I'm going to have That's to go with, with Ethan Hawke, bro. Mm. Ethan Hawke, just because. Maya Hawk is his daughter, and Maya Hawk can get it. I guess <laughs> that's the only reason. Uh, I'm trying to think honestly, but Gwen was the best character in the show. She was, she so, was, or in the movie. She so was. I think she deserves character the wise. Love her. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no kills. I mean, I mean the one, right? We don't see any more. Oh, the axe to the head. Yeah, because we don't see him ever kill the kids either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we just I mean, know they did. Yeah, we know because they show up as zombies pretty yeah. much. They're they like sh- all fucked I, up. They show up how they're, yeah, I'm pretty sure how he beat them or killed them because they're all like bloody and one has Cut like up, a boat. Right? Yeah, so they, sh- they show up how the aftermath. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it was a cool kill because you saw it like it wasn't like it cuts away or anything. No, it was no, like you see, you see him get axed in the head. It was very um, American Psycho. Oh, and then in his own death, uh um, the grabber's death. Oh yeah, he died by being choked to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but definitely the axe to the head. I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Well, we didn't get reviews because this is a new movie. Yeah, I mean. Um, but yeah. Eventually, you know, just read the reviews. Our reviews. Carlos gives it a thumbs up. I give it a me. Uh, you it's know, a thumbs up. Mine's in the halfway. That's it. Yo, get make your own opinions now. Four black phones. Four, four. Oh yeah, how many knives out of out of five? Four, four. Four, four knives. Okay, okay. Yeah. I would give it a straight three. Okay. Three out of five. I think that's fair for me. Okay. But yeah, that thing. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Are we doing anything next week? Uh, we were supposed to do Jaws two, and then we forgot that this movie came out. Yeah. But I, no, I can't. I can't change next week's movie because it has to stay on theme. Because oh, next week is Fourth of July. It is Fourth so of July. We are watching. I know what you did last summer. Yo, okay. I've never seen it, so I'm excited. Yeah. Oh my god! What is? That? <laughs> Sorry, I've been wanting to play that all day. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's going to be me throughout the movie. Yeah. Wait, didn't Scre- uh, Scary Movie make fun of that one? Yeah. Okay, so, so there you go. it's like I- watching Scary Movie 1. There you go. So I've seen it already. Yeah, you pretty much have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm excited. Yeah. All right, sweet. Well, guys, if you want to support us, like always, the merch store is down below. So you can check out all of our merchandise. Also, just leave me a comment, a like, or a review on our audio podcast um, places. Uh, help us tremendously. So yeah. thank you, thank you, and thank you. And remember, the phone doesn't work. What the fuck, Jesus? Four See you in your dance. dreams. Oh. Oh.